The Air Adventures of Biggles. Several hours after Biggles' amphibian leaves Inagua, Colonel Summers, the chief of police at Kingston, is wakened by a phone call from the airport. Bertie has radioed that the plane's undercarriage is damaged, and he can't put down normally. He's going to attempt to crash land on the drone. Summers and an airport official wait anxiously by the tarmac. With a tearing crash, the amphibian rips its undercarriage to pieces as it skids along the strip. the plane, Riley, quickly. He may be killed. Not necessary, sir. The plane hasn't caught fire yet, sir. But it's smashed to pieces. It's, it's the undercart, that's all, sir. The plane's done for, but the pilot might be all right. Now, now, now move aside, please. Police, uh, let me see the pilot. He's over here, Colonel. We're putting him into the ambulance. Oh, that was quick work, Doctor. Is he, uh, is he badly knocked about? Uh, not that I can see. I, I haven't given him a thorough examination yet, of course. Unconscious? Oh, yes. Uh, quite a bad knock on his head. Uh, might mean concussion. Oh, then get him to a hospital at once. I'll come with you in the ambulance. Far from it, old bean. Just thinking of trundling out of bed and putting my strides on. Oh, no, 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 no. You mustn't do that. The doctor tells me you may suffer from shock. <laughs> oh, Colonel Eltrout. We lissies have been in so many belly prayings, nothing shocks us anymore. Oh, no, we're sparking on all six. The sixth came back into action about half an hour ago. Extraordinary. You look perfectly well. You must have a constitution of cast iron. Mm, Ginge usually calls it my head, but then he's a clot. Colonel, um, nobody's been able to tell me yet. How's the kite? Completely wrecked, I'm afraid. When I last saw it, a bulldozer was clearing it off the tarmac. Oh, sizzling sausages. That, that's barely awful. It's completely unimportant, my boy. All that matters is that you're alive. Me? Oh, I'm kicking, too. Kicking myself about the poor old kite. What happened, exactly? I'm still rather vague about it. Well, there was a positive stinker of a storm blowing up in Inagua, you see, and it was making the jolly old um, anchor drag somewhat. Well, I had to take off to prevent the kite being wrecked on the beach. Did Bigglesworth know about this? He trundled in just before I trundled off. There was a big swell coming into the bay, and it washed the old bus over towards the rocks. There's a shoal that oozes out from one of the headlands. Mm, quite common in these islands. Yes, well, I managed to keep the nose away from them by increasing speed, but... My starboard float crashed into them. Good heavens. No, that's nothing to what I said, Albine. I didn't realise till later that the float was jammed against the undercarriage. That's why I couldn't get my wheels down. Yet you managed to take off with this damaged float? Oh, absolutely. You see, I was giving her full throttle at the moment of impact. We shuddered for a ghastly belly moment and then trundled forward in great style. A big wave tossed the nose into the air and um, there we sort of were. You're extremely lucky. That's all I can say. Mm, well, it's my good fairy, old sausage. 
She sits on the Lizzie's shoulder at times. Remind me to introduce you to her sometime. Whatever it was, I'm delighted to see that you aren't badly hurt. Well, I shan't tire you by talking any longer. Now, you have a good rest. Rest? Rest be blowed. There's work to be done. Now, don't be foolish, lad. If you suffer from shock... I've no intention of suffering from shock. Find my pants for me and I'll ooze out of bed. Certainly not. Lie back at once. But don't you realise? We're in a belly spot now, the kite jiggered. I've got to rustle round and... I'll do any rustling round that's necessary. Now, what is it you want? A new plane. The rest of my gang are still on an agua, waiting for me to come back for them. I positively must have a new kite and be there when they need me. Hey, Biggles. Biggles, wake up. It's daylight. Hmm? Come on, uh, come on, wake up. The storm's gone and the sun's shining. Well, that? <sighs> oh, yes, nice day. I'm sorry, Biggles. I, I'm afraid I dozed off during my last shift. I simply couldn't keep my eyes open. I don't think Gin Janalji came while he was sleeping, but watch that, Tom. can be dangerous going to sleep while you're on watch. Mm, I know. But I didn't sleep while you were on watch, unfortunately. It was too darned uncomfortable in the wind and the rain. Discomfort's part of the setup on these jobs. However, just keep it in mind. Now, open one of those tins of bully beef we brought from the plane, will you? I'll reap out some biscuits. Well, we can't eat now. There isn't time. Why not? Well, we'll have to find algae and ginge. They may need help. We'll be able to give them much more help if we have food in our stomachs. Now, settle down, Tom, and have a good meal. Then we'll set about finding the blokes. It's as fine a day as you'd have wished for, Algy. It was worth staying in the hut for the night. We'd have been drowned rats by now if we hadn't. Have you any chocolate left? Uh, oh, yes, one bar. Then we'll munch that as we walk. You're going back now? My word. Biggles will be wondering what the blazes has happened to us. And the sooner we warn him about Morgan, I suppose, the better. I don't like the thought of him drifting about without knowing the crooks are here. There's quite a lot to tell him. You uh, haven't forgotten the papers, have you? Oh, no fear. They had the list. Well, come on, let's go. We'll bring a spade back from the kite and we'll dig them up. And then we'll be finished with this rotten island of Inagua. This thorn bush is murder. Poor Blighters must have had a rough trip through here yesterday. Yes. I wonder if they tackled it last night. I hope not. It'd be dreadful trying to push through here during a storm. Still, they, they might have tried to come back. I say, Biggles, you don't suppose we'll miss them on the way? It was the risk we'll have to take. Look, Tom, we can do no more than follow the same compass course they took. It may not lead us over exactly the same path, but we'll be fairly close to it. Yes, I suppose so. It's just that you could pass within a few feet of a bloke in this thorn bush without seeing him. Uh, Hello. There's a clearing ahead. Good. It'll give us some relief for a while. Hello. I say, there's a hut there. Yes, and quite a habitable one. I didn't know anyone lived at this end of the island. Well, according to our official records, they don't. Matthewtown's the only settlement. That's 40 miles away. Hmm. Well, someone does live here. There's a donkey tethered to a tree. There she is. It's an old negress. 
She's coming in with some firewood. Well, do you think she'd know about algae and ginge? She might. Hello there! Look, <laughs> you startled the wits out of her. It's all right. Wait a moment. We'll come over. Oh, good grief, she's bolting. For the hut. Come on, Tom. Let's stop her before she goes inside. Well, I'm hanged. Why should she slam the door on us? Well, she'd scare stiff of us, obviously. But why? You can let us in. We shan't hurt you. We only wish to ask you some questions. She heard you. I saw her face peep round the curtain of the window. She's no intention of doing what I ask, apparently. Will you please open the door? It's important. We shan't come in if you don't want us to, but we do want to talk to you. Well, there she is again. She's terrified. Look at the way she's rolling her eyes. <laughs> Must have a guilty conscience about something. Ah, well, never mind. Let's push on. Oh, but suppose she knows something about algae and ginge. I doubt if she's seen them. They wouldn't frighten her like this. No, if we are to find the blokes, we'll have to look for them ourselves. Better keep your eyes skin going back, Ginge. We don't want Morgan to jump us again. No fear. It wasn't far through here that I struck him. Hold it. I think there's someone ahead. Yes. I can see something moving. Have your gun ready. Move over to the shadow of this bush. Stay where you are and put your hands up. Good grief. It's Biggles. Well, this is a fine welcome. Here am I worrying about you and you poke a gun in my ribs. Sorry, Biggles. We, 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 we thought you were Napoleon Morgan. We had a brush with him through here yesterday. Yes, I know. You know? How the dickens did you hear about it? Don't worry about that now. We can tell Biggles as we walk back to the hut. Uh, have either of you blokes anything we can dig with? Well, I have a bowie knife. Will that do? If the blade's broad, it might. Anyway, we can cut some sharp pieces of wood. What's this all about? What do you want to dig for? Hagen's papers. What? They're buried in a hut not far from here. But we haven't been able to dig them up because we didn't have the proper tools. In that case, let's make some. Quick. Rip anything off the trees that we might conceivably use as a shovel. Hello. Hello, I've struck something. Scrape the dirt away with your knife. Let's see what it is. Right. Oh, just a piece of board. Or a box. No, it's just a piece of board. The papers will be hidden under it. Reap all the dirt of it so that we can pull it away. As quick as you can. That'll do. I can get my fingers under it. There's a cavity there. But it's empty. The papers have gone. <laughs> Miserably, the airman peer down into the black hole. But there's nothing in it. Has von Stahlheim beaten them to the papers? How will they find them now? Don't miss the excitement in the next chapter of The Air Adventures of Biggles! <laughs>